0: Once again, you are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQACHD 3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM. Streaming online everywhere at x-ray.fm. You are listening to Night School with Bobby D. and the finest in modern soul, Boogie Outsider Funk with a Portland flair. We do a lot of local music on this show, and tonight I am very grateful to be joined by a local legend in his own right, Mr. Nick Geffro. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you for having uh, this local yokel here. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, it's a treat. I've I've been looking forward to this for some time. Uh, for folks out there, Nick's uh, you know work here in town goes goes deep. He's been active in the jazz, soul, and um, you know Pan American Latin infused uh, musical community for some time as a percussionist, a band leader, a, a trap set drummer, a DJ. Um, all kinds of things, and, and very much with a, a community-focused uh, mindset. Um, throughout this hour, we're going to really dig into a lot of Nick's past work, uh, including what you're hearing right in the background here. This is a group called Montuno, uh, which some have uh, said is r- truly the first Latin, Latin group yeah, here in Latin Portland. Yeah, Latin jazz salsa. Yeah. So much great music uh, from, from this group from the mid-1970s, um, and Nick was right at the helm. So. Right in the background, you're hearing a a track called Cubano Chant. It's a Cal Jader cover that's played by Montuno. And I figured we we might start this set off of uh, something very classic that dates back into the the mid-1960s when you were doing a lot of big band uh, work. This is a a tune called What's New, uh, features Nick Geffro on drums uh, from Carl Smith, uh, and the Natural Gas Company. This was
1: recorded live at the, the Portland State Jazz Festival in
0: 1965. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just dig in. Without further ado, uh, Nick Geffro here on drums. And uh, stay tuned. We'll, we'll come back on mic uh, here real shortly. You're listening to Night School with Bobby D here on X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. Once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D. I'm here in studio with percussionist, band leader, and the man himself, Mr. Nick Geffro. We are listening to some of the sounds of his early work here in in Portland. Uh, That last track was uh, Nick on Timbales with the Lee Reinell Orchestra recorded live at Jefferson uh, High School Auditorium in the mid-1970s. Before that was another big band uh, arrangement. From Carl Smith and his orchestra at Portland State uh, University in 1965 now this is really a document of a period in time and and Nick you're you know one of the few people still active and on the scene that um, you know has that perspective to share what was Portland like in the jazz scene at talk about it please well
1: um, you know in my uh, early years in the 50s when I first started I was a bebopper just a strong strong bebopper and, uh, you know, our goal was to leave Portland, really. <laughs> you know, after, after we played her for quite a while, it really it was kind of a dull place for, for jazz in, in those years. I mean, there was a lot of good players. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Bobby Bradford, Cleve Williams really held down the fort. The Williams and, Avenue scene. Yeah, yeah, and a whole bunch of other great players. And we used to, like in high school, Pepper and I, who I did a lot of playing with back in those days, unfortunately we didn't have any way to record ourselves back then uh very easily so a lot of the music uh all that music was just uh went into the ether forever sure
0: and you're referring to uh the legendary native american saxophonist jim pepper who you played with in high school yeah yeah uh and and the
1: college years too uh for quite a while and uh that uh Carl Smith track in 1965 uh, that was Carl's first drummer I believe uh, and that was a Quinn Anderson arrangement uh, you have to be pretty pretty old to remember Quinn Anderson but he was <laughs> right, a, yeah. a top notch arranger trombonist uh, who had really uh, did a, a lot of uh, playing and arranging for a lot of the big bands, uh, you know, well known big bands of, of the era and he Came back to Portland and uh, ended up in Carl Smith's band, along with a lot of, of others. That was Braylee Brown, right? baritone right. saxophone, a legend, local legend who uh, died before his time. Earl Miner on the alto saxophone, who's uh, just a dynamite player, as you heard. Uh, no, let's see, who was
0: was Ron Stein on, on on that too? Or is that no, right, later on? Right later his time? on. Okay. Uh, Ron played much later, I think. Yeah. Just a testament to the yeah, Carl Smith yeah. uh, group. There were so many players that came in and out of that. Carl mm-hmm. uh, sadly passed early for this year but uh, truly has left a legacy on not only the big band scene but he, he made a disco record he kind of transcended the t- or, you know went along with the, the times musically and again this what we're listening to here is uh, a testament to what was happening in popular music uh, yeah, so in Portland at the time when I uh, after right after I
1: played that uh, 1965 gig with Carl I moved to New York and lived there for several years and I moved to LA for several years and didn't get back to Portland until uh, 1974, 75 or so. And, uh, boy, the scene had, uh, you know, really changed quite a bit. Of course, it was, uh, you know, those years were just inundated with rock and roll. Yeah. So the jazz players were having a hard time uh, finding jazz gigs. When I was in New York, I played a lot of rock gigs just just to keep playing. Um, so when I moved back to Portland is uh, when I really got into... Uh, Uh, Well, I mean, I always played jazz and the drum set, but I really started getting into uh, Latin music. I mean, I always had loved the sound of timbales and Tito Puente and Machito and uh, all those guys. And little by little, uh, you know, it kind of took over for me. And uh, Lee Reinnell, too, back in those years, I mean, he uh, he, he really dug Latin music, too. And what you heard, El Verano, that huge band... Uh, that was the legendary Dan Mason on the saxophone. Side. Right. Yeah. I remember Calvin Walker was on the drum set, just keeping a solid groove in the background. I remember Catone Lyles was there playing congas. Uh, the late Craig Cheney uh, on bass, and everybody I see. Jim Smith, uh, if you remember Jim Smith, one of the main trumpet players around town. He played in the symphony. He was and. Uh, George uh, Ryan Miller, oh, a bunch of oh, yeah. forgotten names, big band leader, yeah, yeah,
0: and and Lee Rynell you know, uh, a legend in his own right, was very active uh, locally. Would play, you know, yeah. in the parks and would get commissions from yeah. so local civic so agencies. So he did that arrangement, yeah, of uh, El Verano, which is a
1: take on summertime, and uh, as you heard, is a pretty bombastic arrangement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, maybe we should get into more of that Lee right Uh This next track we have queued up. Uh, features uh, the late Stan Wood um, of uh, Upepo fame is and he, a lot of other... on this cut? He's on this cut, yeah. Okay, this is yeah, a track called Just Say Goodbye. You it's sitting in. Lee Rynell, uh Quartet, featuring Nick Geffro. Yeah. Um, Dan Mason's on the uh, saxophones. Craig Cheney again on the bass. And I'm on drums. And Lee Rynell's on the piano and trumpet. And was this recorded live at Laurelhurst yeah. Park? Mm-hmm. Okay. 1975. Yeah. You're listening to some local jazz funk with a... Nick Geffro-Flair. You're listening to X-Ray FM, where radio is yours.
1: Your wonderful community radio station, and it needs your help. Why not? We and we've been listening. You've been listening to Montec. I've been listening to it too. And uh, sounds great, doesn't it? Call us up. Tell us how it sounds. Thank you. And remember, Calvin Walker's coming up next. Gene Diamond and various other people. So stick around and have a good time. Thank you.
0: heard it right there. Nick Geffro and Monteca,
1: here on yeah, X-Ray FM. Kind of a raw recording. It was recorded live at the Jazz Quarry during a KBOO, uh, uh, I guess, membership drive. And uh, it was the year that Jesse Jackson was running for president, if uh, anybody remembers that year. 1988, now, perhaps? Maybe. It sounds good. <laughs> let's re- good Let's go with that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I we're going to get around here to playing a few uh, Palante tunes. That's the, my current band. You know, I, uh, Montuno, you're saying in the background, was the very first uh, Latin band. And that k- evolved into a horn band. It started off as kind of a caljader kind of scene, but evolved into a horn band called, also called Montuno. And then that evolved into Manteca, which uh, we heard uh, We heard a little bit with
0: Azteca Mozambique. Yeah, uh, that was... Uh, Killer tune, killer tune. Yeah, with Lee Reinel Quartet. That was live at Laurelhurst uh, Park once again. That was mid 1970s. Right, with the the late uh, Stan Wood playing his Vibra vibra band. And we should break this down for folks. I mean, this is an instrument you may have heard after um, Dan Mason's sax solo. Uh, in that tune, there's, you know, what sounds like very close to a trumpet, a little Mm -hmm. bit more wheezy and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, tinny, but this is uh, a piece of dental tape Mm -hmm. that Stan Wood, you know, artist and, you know, just a wonderful person, Fashioned into uh, a reed instrument, mm-hmm. and really, it's it's the only thing of its kind. Yeah, if you go- Google or YouTube bands you'll find a whole legion of people who have imitated yeah. this type of instrument. Stan Wood would go on to play in a lot of creative uh, jazz groups, yeah, he uh, he really as well as noise it, bands. He really
1: got into free music. Uh, uh, of course, he was in U Peppo for, uh, for long a long time. time yeah. and he was in some other bands, but then he really got into free music, and that. Instrument was perfect for for free music. You can right,
0: and you know if you listen listen to it, it sounds like Donald Don Cherry. Oh, a lot totally, of times, yeah. You know. Fans of uh, Smegma will know uh, Stan Wood. That was a group yeah. that he he was very heavily involved in yeah. in the nineties. So my, my so my band's playing at Jack London
1: tomorrow night. Let's talk about that. Yeah, Palante. 300%. Yeah, we start at nine o'clock. It's, we're going to be celebrating my birthday. We, we, hey. won't, we won't be talking about how old I am. <laughs> But, you know, I go back... Uh, we'll just have to count how many <laughs> candles are on that cake. <laughs> many decades. And uh, the band is really sounding good these days. It's going to be like a 10-piece thing on the stage at Jack London Barn Grill, and there will be uh, some cake there and stuff. And uh, so all my friends and uh, all you uh, dance-loving love jazz listeners, uh,
0: this is the perfectly... Exact venue for you to get out and uh, and do it truly that. Truly, is Jack London Review is a real special place. And talk. Let's talk about Palante. So you've you've given us a sense of your history. Montuno Monteca were active in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Palante sort of evolved out of that in the late nineteen eighties and has continued to the day. This day, yeah. arguably the longest running uh, Latin influenced band in Portland or the Northwest. Okay. Well, Monteca had two trumpets, a trombone, and a saxophone, and a rhythm
1: section. Uh, Three uh, generally three percussionists, uh, timbales, congas, and bongo, and a bass and piano and lead singer. Uh, so I wanted to cut back, I, you know, for financial reasons. I wanted to cut back, so I I uh, recruited uh, Peter Piazza. And yeah, trombonist. Who, yeah. yeah, who plays also plays violin, and Francisco Marmolejo, who plays saxophone and flute. Because I wanted to play some charanga tunes and uh, and also some salsa tunes, and we were we were able to do that with those two guys. And uh, I should mention Scott Wardinsky was a, was a uh, oh really a founding uh, member of uh, and uh, you know he's one of the prime movers of uh, Afro-Cuban music here in Portland.
0: He was also a member of uh, was it Ela. Or uh, he was in there, and Felicidades. Felicidades, a whole, a, a that's a lot one, yeah. of bands.
1: Uh, new Shoes. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that basically that was the reasoning be- behind uh, the beginning of Palante. And uh, you know, our first gig was opening up for Mongo Santa Maria. Really? Right, wow! Right at the, at Key Largo.
0: How cool! And so we and we Downtown just kept,
1: kept going from there. there was, uh, I remember Mongo's uh, timbali player Pablo Rosario said. Keep playing. (laughs) I don't know if that was a compliment or. (laughs) Hey, yeah. That's a pat Uh, on the
0: back, certainly. Yeah. So uh, maybe we should get into it. This uh, next tune is called um, Codazos, correct? Yeah, number three? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, once again, you're listening to Nick Geffro in studio. Uh, We'll be playing the sounds of Palante here. And uh, once again, you can check out Palante tomorrow evening at the Jack London Review. You're listening to X Ray FM, where radio is yours.  ¶¶¶¶ Again, we are in studio with Nick Geffro. You're listening to Night School with Bobby D. Going down the dusty trail of some of these wonderful Latin-influenced recordings. You just heard a track by the group Palante, who will be playing tomorrow night at the Jack London Review. You can catch the group there. Uh, Nick has been doing this for a little while. Yeah, this band Palante. A lot of of stuff to shed. uh, This Palante band started in the mid-'80s,
1: and we played for a couple of decades, I think. And then I got burned out. And took about I don't know five or six at least years off. And about five years ago, I uh, got antsy again and got the band together. And fortunately, uh, three the three or four of the people that were always in the band just came in and just like you know we never stopped. Family, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So and so as I said, the band sound real good these days. We got a couple of uh, great lead singers and. hot percussion, and three horns, uh, Bryant Allard on trumpet, um, Francisco Barmolejo on the saxophone flute, Peter Piazza on the violin and trombone. Uh, well, just to name a few. Uh, yeah,
0: and you, you all know. have done some interesting things. I, You know, uh, I read over the summer, uh, Plante uh, played at the opening of a new Portland park uh, on the east uh, side of, of town. Uh, you do a lot of communal events. You're talking about one coming up in Oak Grove later, in. Yeah. perhaps you could talk about you know some of those events because there are dancing lessons that often happen before the band plays. Is that correct? Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, there's a, a dance instruction for a little bit before
1: we start. Uh, yeah, we played some pretty good gigs this summer. You know, we've throughout the years we've played. Uh, Boy, I mean we played at the Cathedral Park uh, three, at least three times, I think. We've the uh, now defunct uh, Mount Hood Jazz Festival we played out there. Uh, boy, it's, there's so many gigs. <laughs> I should mention that this band we're listening to in the background. I should mention the guy who started it all, the late Jerry Rodriguez on uh, Congas. Uh, he uh, started this band, and uh, so uh, kudos to
0: the late, great yeah. Jerry Rodriguez. Jerry. Yeah, you, you talked about, um, you know, his influence too. Because when you came back to Portland in the mid 1970s, mm-hmm. he was actively getting this group going. I also know that he was involved in Mel Brown's drum shop. That's right, as well. Yeah, we used um, to rehearse there. Right, right, and and you know, I can imagine. I know that was uh, a hub for drummers well, in town. He was, he was a
1: craftsman. He was a bricklayer and a mason, and uh, that was his day gig. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he down in the Bay Area, which where he spent most of his years, everybody knew him. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I took a trip down there with him one time to see the Funny All Stars, and I he introduced me to all the all the heavies down there. I mean, wow. I, you know. So anyway, Jerry Rodriguez.
0: Right. Yeah. Give you some perspective. Well. Mm-hmm. We've got a little time left. Um, you know, we talked a little while a- ago. We've been playing songs from the composer Lee mm-hmm. Uh There's a great tune that you're on called Watch Your Motives. Oh, man. I was thinking we could play that before we, we go out and yeah. turn it over to Liquid Beat here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this track
1: actually has two drum set players, myself and Lee Rocky. So uh, I'm playing all the... Uh inside stuff and the Rockies playing on the outside stuff. So oh, okay.
0: You try to pick out who's who. Who's who, who yeah. <laughs> well, once again, uh, Nick Efro, a uh, member of the group Palante, who will be uh, performing tomorrow night at Jack London Review. Thanks, Bobby, and for
1: everything that you do. You're fantastic.
0: My, my pleasure, you know, just yeah. having you come in studios. Again, you know, uh, something Oh, let me mention, I'm playing
1: with the Eugene Rashad's band. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Sunday night at, on Lombard at Dubs. So come and see uh,
0: Why Not?, Eugene Rashad's new band awesome yeah yeah I, I look forward to that as well and if you've appreciated Nick's uh, wonderful baritone here you can catch him on KBOO radio is it Wednesday afternoons yeah jazz lives jazz lives alright All right. once again you're listening to X-Ray FM uh, watch your motives the Lee Reinold Quartet stay tuned for a liquid beat coming up on the hour it's X-Ray FM our radio is yours